Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. about owl parodies that have underwhelmed us in the past um, mostly because we thought is that the is that the best you could have done and we're about to talk about one that baffles me because before I knew who Weird Al Yankovic was I'm pretty sure I already made up this parody on the recess playground (laughs) like it's it's this was the last thing that was recorded for the UHF soundtrack and in an album that we've already kind of said feels like it was kind of just like we have to get to 12 tracks this one really feels like a we have to get to 12 tracks parody there's still yeah. a lot of things i like about it but man taking she drives me crazy to she drives like crazy is like the most first take idea I think Al has ever done. It's certainly a very uh, natural <laughs> progression. <laughs> yeah, and again, for uh, for Al, yeah, no, it is, it's definitely, um, I guess we could say it's on the nose. Yes. Right? Um, having said that, and we're going to, you know, obviously talk about all these things, and I'm excited. There is something about this that I think that I like more than I have any right to. Probably, so... I don't hate it. I, I'm I'm like, I, I don't, and I don't, I'm excited to talk about it with you. This, look, this I'll, is a weird one. Like, you know, spoiler I, alert, all, I'm not putting this below toothless people. Like, <laughs> it's but there's, like, I think there's something that I find really, I find the way Al sings the verses of this song and that falsetto just to be funny. Like, I don't know why. And it's, you know, in my research for this song, I found, uh, as I've mentioned before, I often reference um nathan rabin who did the um squeeze box or something like or uh the big no, squeeze it, or something like big that. squeeze yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, where he talks about every owl song and in his write-up about this he makes a point to say that he thinks that al's falsetto is is bad and like and al's not doesn't sound good in that register and i kind of agree but i also feel like that's part of the f- what makes this so funny like al's delivery on this song is so strange it's so strange i literally wrote this is not his best vocal performance and then i wrote he sings the chorus like kermit the frog so 
and Al has actually addressed this. Okay. <laughs> he actually, someone asked him on the old Ask Al forums on his website, which are archived and are are great to, to flip through. But somebody asks him, in fact, I have the whole thing. Uh, Trev Al of West Hartford, Connecticut asks, and she drives like crazy. Is that weird voice supposed to be Kermit the Frog? And Al responded, I don't think I was trying to do Kermit. I think I was kind of doing a cross between Dudley Do-Right and Peter Puma. I wound up having, and then in parentheses, he says, I wound up having trouble trying to match the voice of the lead singer in Fine Young Cannibals, so I decided to make it more cartoony. Which, here's the thing that's so funny to me. Kermit the Frog has covered She Drives Me Crazy. You know, I'm glad you said that, because I thought to myself, I was like, and uh, this song was enormously popular. Like, this is a huge, huge, huge track. So... In my head, I'm like, yeah, a lot of versions of this. Like, I was envisioning a version of Kermit the Frog singing this. I also, it feels to me like one of those songs that they would have done, like, a slightly different version of and, like, an episode of Sesame Street or something. Like, it just, it, this was so ubiquitous at the time that it came out. I remember, I would have been very, very young, but I remember this song being just everywhere. So, I'm, I have to do a quick check on this, but when it was covered on an album... And I'm pretty sure, I I can't remember what the name of the album was, but also on that same album was like Jimmy Buffett and Kurt uh, and Kermit singing uh, Amphibian Chameleon or something like that. And like Ozzy Osbourne shows up to sing Born to be Wild with Animal. Like it is a strange, strange Mm. album. But I almost wonder if that album came out at the exact same time as Al was doing UHF and that he subconsciously was channeling the Kermit the Frog cover of She Drives Me Crazy. Because this, like I said, I am almost positive I sang this song at my school playground saying like she drives like crazy. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I'm saying that is also because you're right. This song was inescapably huge. I, I just did a show I play with uh, when I'm uh, not on the road with Weedas. There's a, a band uh, based out of Brooklyn who do a tribute to Dolly Parton. And I play with them. You know, it's not it doesn't happen that often. We do like two or three shows a year. Um, and we just did one a couple days ago. And Dolly Parton covered this song. And so we actually did it in our show because we're it's like it. I mean, it's a great party track and it's a good little cheat for us. It was like, oh, we're doing all Dolly songs and we can do Dolly's cover. of <laughs> She drives me crazy. It's just I mean, it crushed. It's funny. A show of all Dolly Parton music. And my God, people go nuts for this song. Like it is. a. It's it's I'm, I'm looking right now. I, I do see right away. Like I'm looking for covers of She Drives Me Crazy. And the, one of the first ones that pops up is it just says uh, She Drives Me Crazy by Miss Piggy. Yep. So it's <laughs> it's Kermit the Frog, and the album was called Kermit Unpigged. <laughs> wow. Wow. Featuring guest vocals from George Benson, Jimmy Buffett, Vince Gill, Don Henley, Ozzy Osbourne, and Linda Ronstadt. Like, Amazing. Amazing. I, I, mean, I, I literally I mean, have I'm... this album on my <laughs> on my computer. So, so that does make... Uh, an amount of sense. Did you have a year on that? That was 94. So it was okay, well so- after this. <laughs> <laughs> so Al did Kermit before Kermit did Kermit. Yeah. Maybe someone heard Al's version and said, Oh, Kermit could sing this one. Well, at least we got to give him that. We got to <laughs> give We got to give Al credit for that. Al saw the Kermit potential. 
<laughs> and she drives me crazy. Um, just another fun side note. Uh, this song was also covered in 1999 by Tom Jones. I'm just seeing that yes. here. I have not, not to, I got to check that out. Yeah, no, I'm Fine Young Cannibals, 1989. Know what song Tom Jones has covered that I think he does a phenomenal version of? What? There's actually two. He does a great cover of Burning Down the House by the Ooh. Talking Heads. Yeah. And probably, this is going to sound crazy when I say it, probably my preferred version of Kiss by Prince. Oh, that I have heard. And he is, yeah, that's a great version of Kiss. <laughs> like that's he, a great version of he Kiss. Takes, he somehow takes away the sexiness of Kiss and also makes it sexier simultaneously. I don't know how he does. He it. just injects his own brand, right? Tom <laughs> Tom Jones and Prince had very different t- styles Tom, of being sexy. Tom Jones uh, was my brother's first concert. Uh, that's <laughs> that is badass. I love that. I love that. I'm I'm fully on board for Tom Jones. I'm just going to go on the record right now. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, back to back to Al's version here. Like his. Yeah. I I I really I'm I'm almost speechless on this song because it is as you said, very obvious and and super silly for him. But I think it's the combination of that like high vocal. It seems so like serious and seems so strained. And and uh, it's I I have a higher laugh ratio on this song than a lot of Al songs. I have to say, I think like, part of it is that it's almost the joke of the song. The joke of the song is barely the lyric changes. It's yeah. almost like he's more so channeling a bad karaoke performance. I know. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. It's 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 and you know, that's interesting to talk about because something we've said a lot on this show, which I still believe to be completely true, is that Al is like he does these parodies with real reverence for the original and being goofy about it is not his usual move. And if anything, we have pointed out, and I think this is also to give credit. I think also in the Nathan Rabin article, he pointed this out. It's almost like you could you can f- see Al's commitment to the bit, or Al's um, how much he bel- he buys his own premise in how much he feels the need to punch it up with sound effects. <laughs> yes, well, like, I kind of like the sound car effects in this song. Start in the beginning I do of the too. Song. Yeah, I do too. But I also get the fact that in this song, the amount of engine revving, screeching tires <laughs> that is added throughout the whole thing is definitely like, is this funny enough? Do we need to make it funnier? Like, do we like keep adding to it? That plus the cartoon voices do both point to the idea that like, okay, maybe, maybe they knew this needed something extra. So let me ask, because I know that we've already figured out that he did not, I'm pretty sure we found out he did not tour for UHF. Which yes, leads he to did the, not tour for UHF. Which leads to the question, has She Drives Like Crazy even been performed live by Weird Al? According to Setlist FM, no. <laughs> so no, that it might also sign off how proud he may or may not be yeah, of this Yeah, this parody. might not be his, his finest moment, or he <laughs> might not feel like it's his finest moment. Yeah, I, I, and you know, it's also worth noting. I don't necessarily think, because I saw it written in places as well, is like, obviously... We know this is a very dated and old timey stereotype that women are bad drivers. And and the question is, is he leaning into a stereotype like that on this song or is it just the most obvious lyric change ever? Like he could have made this. He drives like crazy. I don't think it would have changed any lyric on the song whatsoever. But uh, it does also 
make a slightly weird like oh i guess are we really like it's it's an obvious like old school trope stereotype kind of dumb joke that the entire song is is uh is based around so maybe that's another element of where he's like yeah this i don't feel amazing about this <laughs> at this point in time hello everyone we're superhero stuff you should know and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books think again we got romance we got action romance. we got comedy we got everything you need man come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs uh, ro I, I don't know about this romance what part are you talking about we've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that come on down to superhero stuff you should know <laughs> all right so come on down to su wait why did i say come on down to superhero stuff you should know here's the thing that's worth asking too yeah is this the first appearance of Al asking if someone got something from a box of Cracker Jacks? I think it is. I think it is. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I, I really like I'm I'm looking at the lyrics on the page right now and I'm I'm laughing to myself at they're so dumb. They're so uh, dumb. They, there is one line that I think is brilliant and we'll get there in a second. But that I, I had to call out, obviously, I mean, all about the Pentiums. He also asks if you got your CPU from a box of Cracker Jacks. That's right. And this That's one, right. he's asking if you got your license from Cracker Jacks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the line, <laughs> tires squeal wherever we go, even hitchhikers just say no, Yeah, is a really funny line. <laughs> it is a really funny line. I mean, the... Uh... Yeah, the, and the Cracker Jacks line makes me laugh too. That I, I mean, honestly, all of it. The where'd you learn how to steer? You do eighty in second gear. <laughs> I, I, that's funny. Uh, when you drive, I can't relax. Got your license from Cracker Jacks. You just hit another tree. <laughs> These fender benders are killing me. And then we get the chorus. And then the other one I love. They, they'll put you behind bars. We're not playing bumper cars. Did a great figure eight in the middle of the interstate. <laughs> That makes me laugh every time I hear it. His his just did a great figure eight. I don't know that I would have never thought of that line. That's that's yeah. Tire squeal wherever we go. Even hitchhikers just say no. Um, I also like the uh, no, we're just going over every lyric now. The she's a demon behind the wheel. She thinks she's driving the Batmobile. <laughs> um, it's not. Yeah. It's like I said. It is not his worst parody, but it is definitely not his best parody either well, uh, so so yeah. maybe what i'm getting at is this might be a hot take from me i don't know but in the world of his like dumber parodies and again i don't mean that in an insulting way i mean that in like as we've said before sometimes he will do a parody that is really subtle and satirical and has like social commentary in it and he's like trying to make a point and then other times he's doing he's being goofy and funny and just making a silly song yeah. And in the world of his silly songs, this really does make me laugh. And I don't know why. And and honestly, maybe it comes down to the fact that I'm very fond of the original. I was going to say the original is a, great, is great, a song. great song. Yeah. Um and I think that it's funny that they're kind of one of those bands cuz I had to look this up. I was like, are they like one of these great one-hit wonders that we have not covered on One Hit Thunder, but no, they followed she drives she drives me crazy up with the song Good Time that was another number one hit yeah. on the Billboard charts. Now, I don't know Good Thing. <laughs> I, I don't remember this song, but I mean the, the Fine Young Cannibals had certainly had a year. They also in the UK had a hit with a cover of Suspicious Minds. 
Nice. Um, that that uh, did very well for them. I think that most of their success was overseas and not in America. Like maybe if you look at the American charts, you could call them a one-hit wonder over over here. But yeah, no, they they uh, they definitely had some some success. Yeah, and what an interesting sound. I mean, it's a very like even you know the original. It's a simple song. It's nothing too uh, too crazy, but a very unique sound. I mean, hey. A testament to how unique the sound is is that by Al's own admission, he couldn't quite <laughs> get it. Yeah, <laughs> which is why he leaned into Kermit. But He's I, like, I'll I, do Kermit. I also feel like um, this gives more credence to what we've said about the the UHF soundtrack of they just need it to fill this album out because I think that all signs point to if he had another parody idea, he probably would have just abandoned this one. <laughs> <laughs> and went with I, I, anything else. <laughs> I do think you're absolutely right about that. I think that, yes, all signs point to... Um, and, you know, again, just tie it back to UHF, because I keep forgetting this is UHF. Doesn't this also seem like... We, we've established this is not the case, and maybe this is just more about how Al writes, but it's so easy to envision this being in this movie. Yeah. Well, like, again, this it's was recorded... weird. It's so weird to me how much of this music from the soundtrack is not in the movie. It's not in the movie. And this is the thing that I guess is weird. Like, yeah, because you could fit this in somewhere. Uh, it was recorded the same day as Isle Thing. And I right. do think that this is a little bit better than Isle Thing in my mind. But credit where credit's due with Isle Thing, at least he tied it back to television somehow. He did, he did. Um, <laughs> like, this has, this has so little to do with UHF in the sense that it is definitely not a song that appears in the movie, and it has nothing to do with any element of anything in the movie. Like, it's just like, this is, this is probably the most filler track filler we've ever gotten from Al Yankovic, I think. <laughs> I think you might be right. Well, yeah, I I like it more than Isle thing. Also, I uh, it's worth noting, even if we want to talk about like the performance is maybe a little bit shaky on this song. That's fair. Just a A B, like it's a testament to Al's range and his ability. Isle thing and this boy could they not be more different <laughs> vocal takes? <laughs> if you if you listen to those two songs side by side, I don't know anyone who would think that was the same guy yeah. doing both of those songs. Like he really like Isle thing is like that is like he smoked a carton of cigarettes before he recorded that song. And, uh, and this one is, uh, yeah, it's so different, both the falsetto part and the chorus. It's like three different people. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's something. Yeah. No, think... it's, uh, you're right. Isle thing makes more sense in the context of UHF, but I definitely prefer this song and overall. I, and I genuinely don't know if it's like you said, I just really like the song. She drives me crazy. So she drives me crazy is a great song. Uh, he that chorus he, dude there's no it's, way it's wonderful we it's, talk it's about just, this all the time on one hit thunder but they the second that they wrote that chorus they must have just saw dollar signs i hope so because it I, is I, I so mean, catchy yeah. it's <laughs> like, so catchy it's so 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 good um yeah no i mean it's it's yeah it's hard to you know i we, we talked about this on um uh, girls just want to have lunch too, where it's like, even when Al, I think actually that might be the best comparison oh, we have for this song. You mean literally the song I have directly above it on my list? Because <laughs> as far as placement goes, I think that that's, it's, it's girls just want to have lunch drives, drives like crazy are almost one in the same in my, they, they, in my brain. They serve very the similar, same thing. Yeah. They're very <laughs> similar. We, we have no reason to believe there's the whole lore behind 
girls just want to have lunch that the label made him do it. We have nothing to indicate that this was anyone's idea but Al's. So that part is is separated. But in terms of the overall vibe and how it feels, yeah, they are they they feel very similar. But uh, so I have to say, I think I like this more than girls just want to have lunch. Um, I haven't looked at my rankings yet. You're you're already uh, you're, I, you're I got mine locked. I got mine locked. I you s- got yours locked. You you showed up prepared for this one. I won't be as prepared next week. I don't know. Where <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I again, I, I just um, I, I, I would love more information on how these songs got recorded and just if there was ever any idea. To I integrate really, them into the movie more, or if it was just like no, we need I, a soundtrack. I truly believe that Al's plan in his mind was we will put out an album where I have five songs on it and the rest is the score to the movie. And Scotty Brothers said, Absolutely not. And then three months later he had to go into a studio and get some more originals and parodies written quickly. Yeah. to fill it out like that no, I mean, yeah that that does make the most sense uh and, and it's a bummer of... it's it's really and look there's we're going to talk about a an original next week that i think is really really fun i mean biggest ball of twine in minnesota is a song that comes up constantly from people being like that's my favorite weird al song you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so he did it wasn't like he just completely swung and missed throughout this whole album but i i do think that the 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 three parodies that he had to quickly throw together all kind of show in their own way um yeah them being aisle thing this and spam i think spam probably stands the tallest of those three as far as like quickly thrown together but still work in a weird way. It still feels like him. Yeah. It still yeah. feels very much like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, this you're, just you're... doesn't feel like Al to me. This yeah. This feels like the stuff that you would find on Napster incorrectly labeled Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right about that. I mean, he. Uh, I also was just thinking about, um, in terms of driving songs, is this his second driving song after Stop Dragging My Car Around? I think it might be because we have more be. of those coming up too. We do have a good amount of. I'm trying to see originals. I don't think he has anything, yeah, necessarily about driving in the originals category. But yeah, we're gonna get the truck driving song soon enough. Like truck driving gonna, song, traffic jam. I yeah. mean, he definitely is. That's it, a what I would consider something of a recurring theme in his in his work. Um, but this is an early example of it. Um, yeah, so again, it's that weird, like, it sort of doesn't feel like Al, but then it has some of his markers. I don't know. I, I have to say, though, I'm about to rank it higher than I expected I was going to. Okay. Because I'm going to put it in between, just below your fave, Ricky. Okay. And just above Lasagna. Wow. That is higher than I even anticipated you were going to yeah. go with this. I just went for the listeners who aren't checking the website. He did, in fact, put this above another one rides the bus, which I thought I, was. I did. And, and, <laughs> and now, you know, this is the problem with this game, right? Now, another one rides the bus feels low to me comparatively. But, but I'm looking at the list because I was thinking this is an example of a parody where it's like, I love the song so much that I think it overrides yeah. the things that I don't love about the parody. And then when I think about that, I'm looking at a list and I'm thinking like, here's Johnny is a great example of a song that I love. And I think I love it in large part because I love the, just the, the tune. Yeah. 
Um, and then I see King of Suede. I was like, well, I like that more. Like, and then I just find myself going up the list. I'm like, well, I well, like it more than that. Well, I like it more than that. We got we got a mailbag coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that we write down that we'll do another round if we get to move one song uh, of, on of a making list. a making yeah. a move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, uh, another one rides the bus is very so important for Al, but. But uh, I, I don't I don't uh, know. I don't but, think you're gonna, I, mean, I don't think you would bump it to the top of your list or anything. But I feel like that's <laughs> one where you're like, am I really putting yeah. living with a hernia, king of suede lasagna and she drives like crazy all better than another one rides the bus. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like before I make that move, I would personally myself have to re-listen to another one rides the bus to remember I, I why I ranked too, it so yeah. low. <laughs> Again, I, I can't even quantify it any more than just to say like i am i i I like this song more than i should i will admit that i i i don't uh you know sometimes we just we just i I, it just uh, something about this really works for me against all odds (laughs) i don't know why (laughs) i really don't know why but i i um i'm tickled by it i really do i i honestly laugh at this song more than a lot of for sure better al songs well there we go (laughs) well we'll be back next week Wait, did you rank him at? I, I yeah. Didn't hear... Oh, I already said it out loud in the middle of the episode. I I firmly put this directly behind "Girls Just Want to Have Lunch" and above. Here's Johnny. Um, oh, okay. Oh, so so there you go. So you you had a similar thought to me about "Here's Johnny" because that's the yeah yeah okay. So but yeah, you like this not as much as lunch. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I my only reason being that like, girls just want to have lunch. I think back to us recording that episode. And I was like, you know what? Good point made. Like, there is like this almost like fuck you energy <laughs> to that. I, I, song. I will say that one has the punk rock energy to it that this does not. <laughs> <laughs> this does not feel it's like it's hard he to be is. punk rock doing anything with the fine young cannibals. It's hard to be punk rock when you're Kermit the Frog doing the fine young cannibals. It's not easy. <laughs> he tried his best. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, uh, I, I would love to hear from listeners if anyone else has any <laughs> feelings about this song. I, I, there's gotta be someone else out there who Please agrees send, with me on listen. this. Like, it's just good fun. I already said it, but we're putting out a mailbag and we're getting close to mailbag season. So get those, get those letters in, uh, yeah, to I, I, I'm, our email at weird algorithm podcast at gmail or i believe is the website set up where they can email us through the website yes there's a contact form on our website too i feel like we don't plug the website enough we should uh, uh, once again weird algorithm podcast.com is where you can see our rankings you can see uh, we have the list we have the guest rankings we have our rankings you can see where we are we update it we try to update it every Friday. That's entirely my job. If it's not updated, don't yell at Matt, yell at me. Yeah. So that you guys can actually see where we put these things. Cause now the lists are getting long enough that it's like, we can't read it down. <laughs> Remember in the early episodes, we just would read them in order every time. Now we got like way too many songs on here. Too, it's, it's insane. It's yeah. absolutely chaos, but that's fine. Yeah. Because we're all about that chaos and we'll be we back. We love the chaos. You know what though? Too much chaos. I think next week we got to do something a little bit more generic. Ooh. I'm going to go back to bed. (laughs) You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 